Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. Welcome to Legally Sound Smart Business. This is Nasser Pasha. And this is Matt Staub. And welcome to the podcast where we cover business stories with our legal twists and also answer some of your business legal questions that you, the listener, can send to ask at LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com. It is the Friday episode, so I'd like to give a, a shout out to a select listener. Got some compliments this week from, I'll, I'll give first name only, Erica was the name. She was giving compliments how every introduction's a little bit different and she liked that. So <laughs> She liked that? Yeah. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And I'm sure she's one of the people too that have given us a good review on iTunes. She better have. Otherwise, I'll be upset. Otherwise, I t- we should take back that compliment or that thank you that you gave. You can always edit it out, so that's not a problem. That's true. We'll check it afterwards. We'll have our fact checkers do that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get into the story we have for today. And this is something near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Very good. So the premise of the story is a restaurant has added, and I think this is in... Was it in Switzerland? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Swiss, a Swiss restaurant is adding a surcharge for all-you-can-eat customers who don't actually clear their plate. And so I have a couple problems with this. One, I n- I've never even had this issue ever. So I don't even understand like the plate that's not clean. So that's a little <laughs> bit confusing to me. But two, I mean, it's not all you can eat. If you're, I mean, if you're charging someone... And I, I get their idea because at buffets, people don't do it right. And they'll just go up there and grab a ton of stuff and eat half of it and you know move on to the next plate. I, but that's, you're paying for that service. So adding a surcharge to it, I don't like that. Really? One reason I hate these all-you-can-eat places is because if you just look to your right, look to your left, you just have people that just go overboard, fill their plates up, and then you realize, how are they... They're like small, little, thin people... How are they going to finish that plate? And then you look over 20 minutes later, it's pretty much still full. And that's, yeah. that's a little frustrating, no? I mean, it's it's just so wasteful. And I I, I don't have the same problem, but I, <laughs> I think at the same time, though, I guess I was just raised to clear my plate. I control the size of my eyes compared to the food or my stomach or whatever the st- stupid saying is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As always, not not good with the. <laughs> um, yeah, good with- I, I, you do raise a good point, and you, you definitely see that a bunch. But to me, that's what you're paying for. It's that opportunity, and it is very wasteful. But you're paying for the opportunity to be wasteful if you want. <laughs> no, you're paying for it to be able to eat all you want, and that doesn't mean that you should take things that you're not going to eat. Right. Yeah, but it's all you can eat. So it's, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with this. But if you can't eat it, you shouldn't take it. Right. right. Yeah, I, I agree That's with that. Concept. But I don't, I don't like the surcharge. And they have some pretty funny ones that happened in the US too. A man was a sued a sushi restaurant because they cut him off because he wasn't eating the rice in the sushi. He was just eating the fish. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I mean, that's why if you go anywhere, that's where they give you as much rice as possible because it just tries to fill you up. That's, yeah. This is a nice tactic if you don't want to fill up is don't eat the rice. I'm giving advice now from an eating perspective. Yeah, that's a little different. That's true. This one's really funny. A man in Wisconsin called the police to complain after eating 12 pieces of fish that he had been cut off. The only problem is they gave him eight pieces of fish after that, but he came back mm-hmm. to protest in the parking lot the next day. So from a legal perspective, I guess as long as they are informing the customers of this, then legally they're probably fine. Yeah, I think most, if you look at the franchises that have all you can eat, they do have some small restrictions here and there. 
But I think for the most part, they just let it go. And I think they do other things to design how people eat, whether it's the size of the plates or the placement of the food and so forth. And they just accept if you have one person that kind of finds some kind of uh, loophole where, you know, like they said, they're only eating the fish instead of the rice and it's cutting into their margin or whatever, then that's acceptable to them. But some of these smaller joints where that kind of thing has more of an effect, if that's your rule or policy, then you're going to have to make it clear to the customer or otherwise you're going to get wrapped up into a lawsuit and possibly lose just like these people did. This reminds me of something I always wanted to do when I was younger. My friends and I, I think they called it, I don't know if you ever had an old country buffet. I think that's what it was yeah. called when yeah. it was like the OCB challenge. You'd basically get there when they open and <laughs> stay until they close. That's so you're, you're getting like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> but the reason I bring this up is because I was like, well, you can't just sit there all day. And someone was telling me, like, oh, no, what you have to do is you always have to have a plate that you're eating. So you really have to pace yourself throughout the day. We never ended up doing it, but it sounded interesting. But, I mean, I guess if they were doing... They could still probably kick you out for that. But if you were technically still eating you know, throughout the day without stopping and eating everything too, then yeah. they might not kick you out. No, but a lot of these places have two-hour limits or time limits as well, right? I thought you were going to, when you mentioned Old Town Buffet or home, what is it, Home Country Buffet or whatever I think it Old is. Old Country I, Buffet. Yeah. I recall I've seen a couple eating contests amongst friends there. I mean, that's a good place to do that. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I, I've, I've never heard of that challenge. I always went to the pizza buffets. Not surprising to the listeners. So <laughs> that's surprising. <laughs> There's not that many pizza buffets anymore. I, I know yeah. Pizza Hut used to have some. I, yeah, pizza had one. I used to go there. CeCe's Pizza, which is really cheap. They don't have those in California, I don't think, though. So I never heard of that. I made myself stop going because it was getting to the point where it wasn't really healthy for me. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Ironically, I'm actually going to an all-you-can-eat place today for lunch. Report back. See what kind of policies are asked. Like, can I stay here for six hours and eat everything? Or do you have a rule against that? I'd be interested to know. I am curious because... The hours posted say they for lunch are open from 11.30 to 2.30. Uh, and we're going to get there. I don't know if that means they stop serving at 2.30 or if you just have to be in the doors by 2.30 and then it's you know whatever you want. So it's, it's one of those Brazilian type places where they come around and with the meat. So Oh, yeah, yeah. We should see. Well, first of all, I don't care who you are. That's usually way too much food <laughs> if they keep coming. And what's bad about those places, you feel bad, you feel like you're insulting them if you don't take it. I went to this, one of those places in Brazil, and I, <laughs> I felt so pressured to keep eating that I was like, is it like culturally bad if I say no or something? You know, but those are fun places, though. What a terrible problem to have. I know. We're so gluttonous. Well, let's get into the question of the day, and here we'll just jump into it. I have a miner working for me who said they would work for half of what the minimum wage is. Can I legally do this? And this comes from a nursery in Palo Alto. I'm assuming that means a plant nursery. I could be wrong. Not to make fun, but it's just such a funny question because it's like, can I pay below the minimum or can I go above the maximum speed limit? It's kind of the same question. And I mean, that, that's the reason why the, there's a minimum wage in the first place. So... What's the answer, Matt? Well, the answer is no, but it's kind of pulling in two different things. So if you have one, they're asking to pay less than minimum wage, which you can't do. And then two, they're talking incorporating a minor as well, and they still have to get paid minimum wage. So either way you cut it, you're going to have to pay at least minimum wage, which I don't even get the situation where a minor would want to work for that little money anyway. So 
it's just a weird situation. And I think some people are thinking too that, well, what about when I hire some kid to mow my lawn and I pay him five bucks or something like that and it takes him an hour to do? That's different because that miner is not your employee and that miner is actually an independent contractor. So I suppose if you really wanted to do it, then that may be one way to go, but just make sure you do it right with an advice of an attorney. I guess that's correct, but man, that's, you're, you could yeah. cause some problems. I know. I know. <laughs> I know I'm causing problems. Yeah, just just pay a bit of a wage for... Just do it. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be that much more. So Though Palo Alto, I don't know if that's in... Uh, the San Francisco's, I don't think it's in the San Francisco's jurisdiction of the higher minimum wage, but that's a good point. Yeah. That's something to think about. Yeah. I think they would know what the minimum wage is if they know they wanted to pay half of what it is, I would hope, but who knows? <laughs> very true. All right. Very good. Nice short and sweet episode. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget to leave some podcast reviews at iTunes. Yes. And as always, keep it sound and keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Staub. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast, The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.